welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio 2 Thrive By, and I am your host, Dr. Pat Vasily. We come to you live about 14 hours live a week. If you want to find out more about us, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Sign up for a newsletter, check everything out, and find out what's up and coming, what's what's going to happen on the show, what we're going to give away We're getting ready to launch the Holistic Makeover, so that's where we'll be selecting several people across the country to take a journey with us to transform their lives from the inside out and pay forward whatever they learn. We have the results on our website under the hot, hot, hot topics for this past year's Holistic Makeover, when there's eight of them to be exact, and The range of what these folks have been able to create is astounding. Uh, Everything from creating nonprofits to figuring out ways to help people in other countries to making sure we're taking care of the environment here, building leadership forums for women, single mom forums, and taking care of some of the, the bigger issues. So this was a fun, 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 fun journey with them. We were thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have them, and we're getting ready to kick off and launch the Holistic Makeover again. So that process is going. Many of you have been following what we're doing with uh, the Greek Gods Yogurt and Analuke. If you go to the website, you're going to find a question there that says, Where's Anna? So it's a contest that they've put on. What happens with that is that one of you will be absolutely selected for a complete all-expenses-paid trip to this mystical place that none of us really know about. Lots going on on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm really thrilled that I get to be part of it. We've got a great show for you tonight. Bill Ferguson is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about two very important topics. One is how to heal a painful relationship, and the other one is how to get your power back. As a former divorce attorney, Bill gained national attention for his ability to take the conflict out of divorce. 15% of his clients never divorced, and the ones who did were able to be part to part as friends. His focus was on healing relationships. He showed his clients how to end conflict and restore love, not necessarily as husband and wife, but as one human being to another. And so he's joining us in here today. He's been featured on Oprah. He's been recommended by both the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. His approach to to life has been called the penicillin of psychology. So he's joining us here today because we're going to tackle the tough questions. Is, Is money the source of divorce? I don't know. We'll figure that out. How can we take our power back? And how do we even know we've lost it? And then when we look at our lives, when we think about what's up in the universe, why we're trying to field, you know, one foot in, one foot out, how can we tune in, tap in to what's going on in our lives? You know, I've created this concept called crust busting. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that stops you from living life full out. And so that's a metaphor that I created to help us understand that we have the power and the potential to create the lives we desire. But we get layered on with this stuff that I call crust. And when you get two people in relationships that have built up these layers of crust, the question then becomes, can love exist? 
Well, Bill is joining me here today. Get your power back and how to heal a painful relationship. He is known worldwide. He is a best-selling author, and he's right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Oh, hi there. Well, I got to tell be with you, you, it is great to have you on the show. You know, there's that song by Tina Turner, right? And if you've ever seen the movie or the documentary, you get the get a sense what she meant when she came out and said and sang, what's love got to do with it? Yeah. I, wa- I wanted to ask you about that song, but I wanted to ask you about your work and what inspires you to take this battle on. Well, I, I used to be a divorce attorney years ago. Yeah. And, and on the surface was all the anger and the resentment and the bitterness and the upset and all the junk. And then always, always, always what was underneath all the upset was a tremendous amount of hurt. And always what was under the hurt was all the love. You know, and, and what became very obvious very quickly is that love never, 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 never is love enough to have a relationship work. Mm-hmm. Wow. The divorce courts are full of people that love each other. Mm. So the thing that makes the difference is not the love, it's the experience of love. If I interact with you in a way where you feel loved, our relationship will be wonderful. And if I interact with you in a way where you feel unloved, our relationship will be a mess. So when we go down this path, this journey, that begins, Bill, with me looking into your eyes and feeling all mushy inside and thinking, wow, this is it. This is, and you know, we're coming off the heels of the bachelorette, by the way, just picking the man in her life. You know, after what, eight weeks, and they're going to go off and they're going to get married because there actually was a proposal. Um, you, you know, there is this place of love that we come from, but then something happens. What the heck happens to love? Well, see, we all want to be loved. And, and why we so much want to feel loved is that when we're in that experience of love, we're present with who we are. Mm. You know, because who we are is that state of, of, of pure love. When, when we feel love, we feel good about ourselves, we feel good about our wives. We, we just, in that state, life works. And, that's, and, and so we're drawn to that state of being loved because we're present with who we are. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in relationships, what ends up happening is that, that, you know, I'm with you and I really enjoy being with you, and then I you know, really appreciate you, and then you feel empowered by me, and then, and, then, and then I feel empowered by you, and you feel empowered by me, and then we create that cycle of loving, supporting, and empowering each other, and everything works wonderful. But what ends up happening is that there's this hurt from the past that gets triggered. And at the beginning of your show, you were talking about how we have this crust. Well, this crust is created to protect us we think it's going to protect us, but we, it's created to avoid this hurt. That's right. <laughs> so, see, and what this hurt is, and everybody has it. It's just that each person has a different hurt. Each person avoids it in a different way, but wherever the hurt manifests, life won't work. And what this hurt is, it's that childhood hurt of feeling worthless, not good enough, not worth loving, wow. failure, this, that. And it is never, 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 never the truth. But in the eyes of a little child, it becomes our truth, and we spend the whole rest of our lives running from it. I got to tell you, this is a this is a great conversation. Bill Ferguson joining us in in the house tonight. Get your power back. How to heal a painful relationship. We're going to talk about his books, and we're going to talk about a solution that is going to blow you away. We'll be right back. With the changing economy, how will you take care of your health without breaking the bank or adding more hassle to your already busy life? Best-selling author Kat James' Transformation Orientation Teleseminars could be the free ticket you're looking for. During these free evening phone sessions, Kat will answer your inside-out health or beauty question live and present the principles of her acclaimed Total Transformation programs and best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty. Find out if Kat's renowned approach could transform your looks and life as you enjoy the call from the 
comfort of your home. With zero investment or obligation, you'll hear Kat tell her incredible story of transformation live, as well as other inspiring success stories. Get the latest news and recipes and lifestyle strategies. Enjoy exclusive discounts on Kat's programs. You'll even have a chance to win an eight-week full curriculum teleprogram valued at $600. Visit www.thecatjamesshow.com to register for Kat's free transformation orientation teleseminar today. Are you feeling a little lost, powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We've got a great show for you tonight. You just heard a bit from my very special guest, best-selling author, Bill Ferguson. Yeah, we're going to be talking about getting our power back and how to heal a painful relationship. As I said before, you know, this is an individual that I am so honored and thrilled to have on the show in a time when we so need to have this conversation with him. And the work that he is doing is beyond profound. And so if we were meant not to understand relationships between each other, Bill would be on his own planet and I would be on mine. Bill, welcome to the show. Hi, great to be back. It's great to be with you. And, you know, I say that jokingly, but it's true. I mean, you don't have your planet and I don't have mine. But honestly, we get in relationships as if that were the truth, don't we? Yes, yes. So I wanted to ask you how the work that you're doing and how the how your books, you know, contribute to us understanding the dynamic that goes on between two people. Well, here's here's the thing that we don't notice is that any time there's a relationship that isn't working or any time there's any area of life that isn't working, that which we think is the problem is never, 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 never the problem. Uh. It's always the symptom of an underlying condition of resisting or hanging on that forces us to act in a way that then creates the problem. Because you look Mm. at different people. See, each person has different areas of life that don't work. But if you look, the areas of of life that don't work for each person are totally different, but the areas of life that don't work for each person keep showing up over and over and over again. The reason they keep showing up is because we create them. Life doesn't just happen. We interact with people and we interact with life in a very specific way that produces a very specific result. And until you can get to the underlying condition that causes different areas of life to not work, then nothing's going to change. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, this is what we were talking about earlier. And right now, we have such a wide range of excuses, by the way, that we could use here, Bill. You know, we have, first of all, we can stop and we can blame the economy about uh, on everything that's going on within our relationships. And we can continue that and stay in relationships. But I want to get back to something that you said, and that is, you know, this thing that shows up is truly the symptom. How do we get at the cause, and is it really worth it? Well, here's the thing. See, any time there's an area of life that isn't working, Mm -hmm. there is a truth that we're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the T word. Any time, every time. 
there's an area of life that isn't working, there's a truth that we're fighting. Mm-hmm. My wife and I have a black and white cat. That cat won't bark. <laughs> I can yell at the cat. I can scream at the cat. I can rationalize with the cat. I can beg the cat. It doesn't make any difference what I do. That cat still isn't going to bark. Right. Well, that's the thing that's present. Anytime there's an area of life that isn't working, there's a cat that's not barking, and we're fighting it. The fighting of the truth sets in motion a number of very destructive processes that cause that area of life to stop working. Mm-hmm. The air, look at your, look in your life, the, the areas of life that work great, those are areas where you can flow with pretty much whatever happens. The areas of life that don't work are areas where you can't flow with what happens. Well, you know, and then, you know, someone said to me a long time ago that, you know, you have to stop trying to get grapefruit from the hardware store. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And we're still, and, you know, even to this day, I don't think we have grapefruit at Home Depot. But the point is we keep going back and looking and saying, where, well, you know, where is the grapefruit aisle yes, here? Yes, yes, yes. And, and here's a, a number of things. There's a number of processes that happen when we fight the truth. One of the things that's, that's so interesting, and this is one of like a number of the, these different processes, but one of them is, that, is the law of resistance. Whatever you resist, no matter what it is, whatever you resist, the very act of resisting is going to magnify and give power to whatever you're resisting. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. Imagine on the ceiling above you four large yellow balloons. Okay, got it. Okay, now whatever you do, don't think about them. Real? How do we do this? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the point. You see, wow. You see, in the fighting of the balloons, you magnify and give power to the balloons. You get yellow balloons everywhere. See, and the same principle applies in every area of your life. Have you ever had a relationship with somebody where that person had a particular characteristic that you couldn't stand and you resisted that characteristic? Of course. What happens to the characteristic when you fight it? Uh, it gets bigger than Mount Everest. Yes, it grows, and it grows. Yeah, it grows. It grows. Not only does it grow in your perception, but it actually shows up more in the physical world, world around you. Yeah, not only in that relationship, Bill, this is what I hear you saying, but in other areas now outside of this one-on-one relationship. Well, absolutely. That, Where, wherever yeah. you resist, you're going yeah. to create it. Yeah, wow. So like, Ouch. And, and another thing is, like, let's say that you and I have a relationship, and I'm resisting mm-hmm. losing you. The more I resist losing you, the more I'm going to hang on to you, and I'm going to push you right out the door. Wow. So how do we get our arms around this, so to speak? It, you know, because we have kind of grown up in a pop culture where, you know, we idolize this idea of love, marriage, relationship, and yet we're very realistic through, you know, our pop culture that love doesn't last. And we see this and we play this out. But the bottom line is we're, we're digging into a relationship. We're afraid of getting hurt. And what you just said is, because we're afraid of that, we end up getting hurt. Yes, yes. Well, here's the, let me give you a real short course in relationships. Oh, please. Give, it, you can know what? You could give me the entire hour full of that, and I'll <laughs> listen to you. See, it, it's not difficult to have incredible relationships. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it, it's just the way we interact with people is determines what happens in our relationships. The, the name of the game is to create the experience of love. If I love you and I treat you lousy, my love for you is worthless. Mm. But if I interact with you in a way where you feel loved, our relationship will be great. So there's something that creates the experience of love, and there's something that kills it. What creates the experience of love is giving the gift of acceptance and appreciation. And mm-hmm. acceptance is nothing more than being at peace with the truth because you're the way you are, whether I like it or not. Exactly. Right. That's right. I can love the way you are. I can hate the way you are. It doesn't make any difference. You're still you. So if I can let you be you and appreciate the you that you are, then that creates the experience of love. 
you feel empowered. You feel better about yourself. You feel better about life. And then automatically, you feel better about me. <laughs> and then I feel empowered. And I feel better about my life. And my walls come. And then I feel better about you. And you feel better about me. And I feel better about you. And then we create that cycle of loving, supporting, and empowering each other, which brings out the absolute best in people. See, and then yeah. that's what we want in our relationships. And, well, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, because we've mentioned a couple things here today, and it is that love and acceptance that, boy, I'll tell you, if we could learn that, I would imagine that what shows up is going to be very different than what we're used to. What do we say when we're faced with a relationship ending and the conversation doesn't make sense to us and i could come up with three or four examples for example i walk up to you bill and i say you know bill i love you but i'm really called to be alone or i'm really called to be on my own i mean there are kinds of conversations that we have that may sound like the truth but are not or we walk up to our loved one and we say this relationship is no longer working anymore you know i'm not feeling appreciated because aren't these some of the common things that show up well, there, yes, and there's all sorts of things that show up, and mm-hmm. they're all symptoms. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's, that's crusty see, stuff. We've got to peel back those layers. Well, here, see, I'm, I'm going to say something that, that's, that's really profound once it really sinks in. All right. The number one biggest killer of relationships by far is not being at peace with the truth of the way that somebody is. Mm. I, that, I totally get that, but that's shocking. <laughs> but I, I know because our culture is not about being at peace with the truth. Our culture is fighting it. And in relationships, well, we need to change the other person. We need to do this. We need to do that. But we don't realize how we're constantly killing love. Mm. People, you're the way you are. And how I feel about it is totally irrelevant. If I cannot be at peace with the truth of the way that you are, I'm going to interact with you in a way that's going to destroy the experience of love and destroy our relationship. Because uh, isn't it true, though, Bill, you're always going to be trying to change me in some way, or if not changing me, there's going to be an underlying judgment or criticism? Well, that's what we do in our culture, because we're, we're taught to be judgmental. Yeah, so exactly. then automatically I become judgmental of you. You need to be this. You need to be that. But look at what it communicates. When I can't be at peace with the truth of the way that you are, one of the things I'm going to do, there's a number of things I'm going to do, but one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to destroy the experience of love because in every breath I'm saying loud and clear, you're not okay the way you are. And then you're going to get hurt, you're going to get upset, you're going to put up your walls of protection, and then you're going to give it right back to me. And then I'm going to hurt, get hurt, I'm going to get upset, and then I'm going to give it back to you, and you're going to give it back to me, and I'm going to give it back to you, and you're going to give it back to me. And then we create that cycle of conflict, that cycle of hurting, attacking, and withdrawing from each other, and that's what kills relationships. When we think about this, this game, this dance that we get in, we fight the truth. We fight the truth, and yet it's painful. It's painful to face it. What does Bill Ferguson say to that? Is the pain of staying the same greater than the pain of change? I don't know. I'm going to ask Bill. Getting your power back and how to heal a painful relationship. Best-selling author Bill Ferguson in the house. When we come back, balls in your court. Is it really? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Do you know how to live courageously? Have you mastered your own mind power to create abundance in every area of your life? With Dr. Joanne White's empowering seminars and books, you'll supercharge your own abilities. The success doc, author, speaker, life, and business coach will help you transform your life and exceed your expectations. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org to live your dreams right now. 
Performance Velocity brings you the breakthrough human performance formula. ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment psychic medium Linda Dickinson online at inmyfuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio 2 Thrive By. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Vasily. For more about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drpatlive.com. Bill Ferguson, best-selling author, he is in the house. For more information about him and his website, go to billferguson.com. That's www.billferguson.com. We're talking about a couple of different things because, of course, he has some amazing books out there. You know, we're talking about how to heal a painful relationship, but we're also talking about, um, you know, get your power back. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. Bill, I mean, remember that old childhood thing we did as teenagers with the flower and we're picking the daisy? He loves me. He loves me not. That deal. Yes, yes. There's got to be more to it than that, don't you think, though? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. For, for a relationship to be great, you've got to have that connection. You know, you've got to well, be, you know, you got to be, you know, uh, attracted to somebody, and you've mm-hmm. got to have that experience of love in your relationship. Yeah. Well, we just talked about the biggest killer of relationships, and that is a, uh, that really is an aha moment. Um, and yet, if we go down that path where we can't realize the truth, where we can't accept that other person for who he or she is, um, relationships don't last very long, and the hurt really does escalate. How do we heal that hurt? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, ultimately, why we fight the truth is because the truth hurts. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, on the surface, we fight and resist certain circumstances. But at a deeper level, we never, re- we never fight the circumstances. We fight all the feelings and emotions that circumstances trigger. Mm-hmm. So let's look at upsets. Upsets seem to be caused by what happens, but that's an illusion. Upsets are never caused by what happens. An upset is an internal experience, and it's something that happens on the inside. And that internal experience can only happen if you're fighting the truth of something. And a good way to see this is to find a time in your life when you've been upset and notice that what you've been fighting was the truth. Something happened, whether you liked it or not. And notice what would happen to the upset if somehow, by some miracle, you were totally at peace with the truth. Notice what would happen to the upset. It would disappear. Exactly. Wow. See, upsets are never caused by what happens. Upsets are caused by fighting and resisting the truth of what happened. 
and why we fight the truth of what happened is because what happens strikes a nerve. It does. It's like, you know, they call it that hot button. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. It's like yes. I'm wearing it on my forehead. Yes. And what we don't realize, it's these hot buttons that run our lives. Every mm. area of life that doesn't work, any relationship that doesn't work, literally any area of life that doesn't work can be traced to the automatic avoidance of this hurt. Any self-sabotaging behavior pattern can be traced to the automatic subconscious avoidance of this hurt. Every area of life where we suffer can be traced to the automatic subconscious avoidance of this hurt. The finding and the healing of this hurt is the most important thing a person can do in their whole life. How do we start that process, Bill? Because, you know, as you said before, I don't think it's the the top off the toothpaste today or maybe the dishes that are left in the sink or the fact that maybe I got home two hours later than I thought, yeah, or never, that, it, yeah, never, yeah. Never, 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 is it any of that stuff? How do we peel so, all that back to get at the real deal? Well, let's, let's talk first about what is the hurt, and then we can talk okay. about how do you heal it. Yes. Okay, when we're born, we're born pure love, but we're yep. born into a world that kills love. So in the process of growing up, we get hurt, and we get hurt a lot. And obviously some people have gotten hurt a whole lot more than others, but we all get hurt. And as a little child, the only way we can explain these painful losses of love is to blame ourselves. Clearly, I'm the problem. And then we decide what that problem is. I'm not good enough. I'm not worth loving. I'm worthless. I'm a failure. I'm this. I'm that. And it's never, never, never the truth, but in the eyes of a little child, it becomes our truth, and then we spend the whole rest of our lives running from it. And if anything comes along and hints that we really are worthless, not good enough, or whatever our hurt is, that's going to be subconsciously perceived as a major threat to our survival, and we're going to have to fight it like our life depends on it. Right. So I had someone, Bill, tell me that that uh, that they grew up in a family where, even though they were quite well off, there was always a conversation about lack, about making sure that you save money, making sure that you don't spend too much, being really frugal. Yeah. And so they find themselves today scared to death because of what's happening in the economy you know, one of the partners not working or being employed, and all of that then festers in the relationship. But the question then becomes, how is it that we can have that person figure out, wow, it's not about Joe that doesn't have the job today. It's something else. Yes. Well, you want to look at what, what you know, what is the something else? Because... Mm-hmm. See, on the surface, we resist the circumstances, like, for example, losing a job, losing our home. Yep. Okay, but at a deeper level, that's not the fear. The real fear is what, what is it we're going to have to feel if, those, if our fear comes true. If I lose my home, that's going to trigger all that hurt of the down deep. I really am worthless, not good enough failure, that sort of thing. Yep. See, and that's the hurt that we run from. And a, and, and a way to f- identify what that hurt is, because the first step in healing it is to find what the hurt is. Yeah, okay. And, and, and by the way, the book that I wrote, Get Your Power Back, talks about yep. how do you find and heal this hurt. Okay, first step is to identify it. A great place to look, best place to look, is to look at the hurt you experienced as a child, particularly if your relationship with one or both of your parents was painful. Go back in time to the hurt you experienced as a child and look and see according to the emotion, not according to the truth. See, because the truth and the hurt are never, never, never connected. So go back in time and put yourself in the emotion and then look according to the emotion. What would those circumstances say about you if the people treated you like that? Yeah. Wow. That's very powerful visualization. And and to, you know, to go back to that moment, that place, even if it was yesterday, 
Yes. And to think about the hurt that came up yesterday. Yes. But to be back at that place. Yes, and, 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 and do this with all of your upsets. Make a list of every major upset you can think of that you've had during your life. And then go to the hurt that's underneath each upset and then ask yourself according to the emotion. And remember, you're not looking for the truth. You're looking for the emotion. Right. So go to the, the hurt that's underneath each incident and then ask yourself according to the emotion, what incredibly painful thing would those circumstances say about me? Mm. And then do that with each upset. And then what you, what you begin to notice is that the same upset keeps showing up over and over and over again. So we can have an emotional reaction. One of the things I've talked about a lot on my show, and it's on my website, of course, is what I consider to be completely traumatizing experience about losing my job, uh, you know, several years back. But I talk about it today. Had that not have happened, I would not have the life I have. However, what you're saying, though, in that moment that it was happening, whoa. Yes, yes, because it was triggering all that hurt from the past. Oh, my gosh. See, when, when people come to me and they're, they're in a lot of pain, I tell them, that's great news. Yeah. That's not bad. That's great news. And the reason that it's great news is because the hurt that has been sabotaging them for their whole lives is right in their face. And that's the time to heal it. When people are in a lot of pain, they have a little window of opportunity for a major, major healing. Mm. Because and the yet the thing we want to do, pardon me? yeah, the thing that we want to do, though, and this is why I love having this conversation with you, Bill, because this is completely enlightening. The thing that we want to do is we want to run as far away from that hurt, whether it's to sit down and eat, you know, 16 dozen brownies or yeah. drink a, you know, bottle of Jack Daniels. We are gone, but Bill Ferguson is going to tell us why this is an opportunity of our lifetime to face that pain once and for all. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents, a popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y.com. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfGoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com.
Wow. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm so jazzed. Bill Ferguson, best-selling author, is joining us here. And we were talking about uh, his book, Get Your Power Back, and what that means. How do we face the pain? How do we face the hurt? Why is it an opportunity? And we've got some questions coming in here that I'm going to shoot your way. But, Bill, thank you again for joining us here today. Uh, The website is BillFerguson.com, and once you get there, there are going to be other websites you can check out, MasteryOfLife.com and RelationshipSeminars, RelationshipSeminars.net. So, Bill, it's time to face the hurt, you say. Yes, (laughs) yes. Well, let's, let's talk first about how do you release emotion. See, we were created with the ability to always be pure inside. We were created with that natural ability to always release any negative emotion right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. And the way to see how to do that is to look at little kids. Little kids are masters at releasing emotion. Oh, yeah. And the thing that little kids do that's so powerful that we don't notice is that little kids feel their hurt willingly. They are totally willing to feel their emotion. And in feeling the emotion willingly, that allows the emotion, which is actually a negative energy, that allows it to come, run its course, and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, see, anytime we get upset, there's all these chemical reactions inside of us. And it's a very destructive energy. And that, and like the more, the more, when you suppressed your, when you suppress the emotion, then it, it, it causes a number of very destructive things. One of the things, when you suppress your emotion, the more suppressed emotion you have, the more you're going to be threatened by life, the more you're going to fight, resist, hang on, withdraw, the more you're going to mess up your life, which is going to bring you more of the very hurt you're avoiding. So suppressed hurt grows and grows and grows. There's also a direct link between suppressed emotion and serious, serious physical problems. Like cancer, heart attacks, muscular dystrophy, there's a whole bunch of these things that are very destructive that come from suppressed emotion. So Mm -hmm. very, very important not to have suppressed emotion and... Our body knows that, so our body is constantly trying to purge itself of this very, very destructive energy. And it purges it through a bodily process called crying. (laughs) I knew you were going there, Bill Ferguson. (laughs) I knew you were going there. But then this tends to lead to a very significant question. And that has to do with the battle of the sexes because women are accused of crying. Oh, my God. I was, you know, I don't think you saw The Bachelorette last night, but if you did, you may have said to yourself like a man friend of mine did, oh, my God, I cannot stand to see this woman crying every week. Yeah. And, and, and so is there an issue between men and women around this? Well, men are taught more that it's not okay to cry than women. Right. You know, I, I, used, I went 25 years without crying. I used to be a Marine Corps captain. Men don't oh, wow. cry. Mm. Men don't cry. We're taught by our culture, don't cry. You want to cry about something? I'll give you something to cry about. But, you see, but in my 25 years of not crying, that doesn't mean I wasn't hurt. I just suppressed it all. <laughs> there was a point when I smoked three packs of cigarettes a day to avoid my hurt. Mm. I was a basket case. I was constantly getting upset. Suppressed emotion, even though we're taught, don't feel your hurt, the consequences of not feeling our hurt is enormous. The avoiding of our hurt is the single biggest factor in the sabotaging of our lives and the creating of the suffering in our lives. Mm -hmm. The more you're willing to feel your hurt, like, let's say you're totally willing to feel whatever emotion there is. Well, if okay, a, if I'm a, with you. If a circumstance comes along and triggers an emotion that you're totally willing to feel, that circumstance won't be a threat. But if a and circum- I'll just feel it. 
You'll just feel it, and the hurt will come, okay. and it will go. But if a circumstance comes along and triggers an emotion that you're unwilling to feel, that circumstance is going to be a major threat to your survival, and you're going to have to fight it like your life depends on it. Right, and if that comes up in the context of being in love relationships, let alone being in workplace relationships, don't they have to have an outlet? Isn't there an outlet that, you know, usually shows up as behavioral somewhere along the line? Oh, absolutely. Well, ultimately, all destructive behavior is the avoidance of hurt. Mm -hmm. The the single biggest factor in the uh, a person's uh, like if you were to pick a person for what kind of person would be really great in relationships, the number one biggest factor is the person's willingness to feel their hurt. Because the more a person can feel is willing to feel their hurt, the more they're able to flow with life. The more you're unwilling to feel your hurt, you're going to be threatened, you're going to be rigid, you're going to fight, resist, hang on, withdraw, you're going to do destructive things. And another thing is that if I'm unwilling to feel my hurt, then I'm going to have my walls of protection. And when I put my walls up, you're not going to feel safe around me. It's going to automatically force you to put your walls up around me. And then when your walls are up and my walls are up, who I am cannot connect with who you are. And at the best, our relationship will be superficial, and at the worst, our relationship will be incredibly destructive. And this is really what we're talking about here. I mean, it's the ultimate disconnect, and yet we'll stay in relationships. We'll stay in relationships where now you're in your own tanker, I'm in my own tanker, and we may not be shooting guns at each other, or we might, but still we can't get to each other no way, no form, no how. That's right. And then, and, then we, and then we're too afraid to leave because if we leave, then it's going to tr- if we're alone, it's going to trigger all of our hurt. Oh, that's going to be ridiculous. Why would I leave? Yes. Because then I have to go through all of the abandonment issues. But yes. how do we do this, uh, Bill? I, wanna, I got a, a listener uh, I, instant message that came in and wanted to know that, um, wow, you know, I got a lot of instant messages, but, you know, people are like, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Here's the question. When you were talking about knowing the truth about a breakup, how do you get yourself to admit that it is you and it's not the other person? This is a good question because I think okay. underneath this well, is, well, I'd well, rather blame you, Bill. Well, let's, well, let's talk about this. See, relation, yeah. we have been taught that relationships are 50-50, but that's an illusion. Relationships are not 50-50. They are 100-100. Uh-huh. Wow. How, how I interact with you determines how you're going to react to me. If I'm loving, supportive, judgment, if I'm loving, supportive, you're going to react one way. If I'm judgmental, critical, hateful, controlling, you're going to react in a very different way. Literally, however I am towards you determines how you're going to be towards me. That makes me 100% responsible for the presence or absence of love in our relationship, and you are 0%. Mm. Cause and effect. Now, the other side of the coin is also true in that however you are towards me determines how I'm going to be towards you, which makes you 100% responsible, and I'm 0%. You're the cause. I'm the effect. So to say this another so. Each person is 100% responsible and 0%. Gotcha. To to say this another way, you're 100% and I'm 100%. But that's not what we're taught. We're taught that each person, instead of being taught that everybody's responsible, we're taught that there's only one responsibility. Either you're the problem, you're responsible, or I'm responsible. So you and I have a problem. I look to see where the problem is. I can spot very quickly where the problem is. It's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the other person. How do we move through the, the tough parts of this, Bill, where we come to an agreement that we just cannot be together I mean, is there a place to then talk about this at the end? Most people say, Saranara, I'm gone. But should there be sort of closure? Yes. Yeah, see, and what's important, see, I do a lot of individual work with people, and what I tell them Mm -hmm. is whether you're together or not, that's not important. What's important is to end the conflict, heal the hurt, 
and restore the love in the relationship, and not as husband and wife or boyfriend and girl or girlfriend, but just as one human being to another. Mm. And when you can get the love one human being to another, nature takes its course. And if the relationship is a fit, you come together like magnets. And if it's not a fit, you go your separate ways. But you do it in a way that's loving and supportive. Mm. I got divorced about uh, 15 years ago. And uh, we were together for 15 years. And during 15 years, people change. And she went off on a particular direction that I didn't want to go. And for me, that wasn't grounds for divorce, but for her it was. And because she wanted somebody to go down that path with her, and it wasn't going to be right. me. And, right. and then what, what ended up happening was we just, what we did was we kept the focus on the law of one human being to another, didn't worry about the form, and we ended up getting a divorce, but the love never disappeared. Mm. Wow. And what then, a new concept. And then I got, got in another relationship. Which is, which is my wife of today, and we've been married about eight years now. And, mm-hmm. and we dated for probably about five years before we got married. And for so much of the relationship, you know, we weren't sure that we were a fit. You know, I wasn't sure that she was the one, and either she would break up with me because she wasn't going to wait forever, or I'd break up with her because I wasn't sure she was the one. And, and, and we would kept breaking up and getting back together, because we had that connection. We kept getting back together again. But the thing that we did that was so great that allowed the relationship to evolve was that we always kept the focus on having the love, one human being to another, in our relationship. We just we, we would always let go of the form. You know, if it's a fit, we'll come together. If it's not, we won't. And we let nature take its course, but we always put the focus on the love, and that allowed the relationship to evolve. And in our case, it evolved in a way where we ended up getting married, and it's been wonderful ever since. But we just as easily could have gone in another direction. Well, Bill, you and I could have talked for another hour. Bill Ferguson, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I love talking with you. Anytime you want me to come back, please let me know. I hope you will, because I can't answer all these instant message questions coming in here tonight. BillFerguson.com is the website. If you've missed any part of this, www.thedrpatshow.com. We'll see you next time. And remember, wow, let's stay in the love zone.